0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you want better mental health? Then BetterHelp is for you. It is affordable, accessible, and most importantly, personalized online therapy. There is a special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com/thelucypod. That's better h e l p.com/thelucypod. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Please remember that the Lucy pod is not a replacement for professional medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your own amazing brain, please speak to a medical professional. I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I speak to you all today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Lucy Pod. I hope that you are all well and staying safe. It's been a while. Um, I think the last episode I put up was recorded a while ago, so it wasn't very current. Um, But the Lucy that you are listening to today on the Lucy Pod is very current. Uh, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all of that. I think I said that in the other episode. I don't know, I don't remember, but. If you haven't listened to that episode, hi, I'm here, I'm alive and well. Uh, Things are slowly picking up. We've got summer intensives, we've got uni, work, life. Um, I've been a busy gal. I've been enjoying my time um, off and such and just, yeah, having a good old time. But I wanted to give a driving update because I think the last current, like, episode I did where it wasn't a flashback or an unreleased episode where I talked about driving was a while ago um, but I've been driving since obviously um, and I actually now that I think of it need to actually keep a logbook. I'm at the age where I don't have to have the logbook. I don't need to do the um, like legal amount of I think I don't know how many hours but I actually like the idea of logging Um, just to see the sort of progress and to see and sort of just gauge if I'm ready or not for the test. So I should actually do that because it would make it easier in episodes to give updates because I could say on this day I drove da-da-da-da-da. But the biggest update that I want to give, and it was last time I drove, which I think was a few days ago, is that I finally did the freeway. I actually did the freeway. I didn't just go on the ramp. I went on the freeway and if you know me and who I am and this podcast you know that that is a big achievement because I was very anti-driving very scared I still am but I did the freeway and funnily enough out of all the times I'm driving I felt the most confident and um capable on the freeway and I think it's because with the freeway take a shot every time I say freeway the only thing well not the only thing you have to focus on but like you are i'm in one lane i don't need to change lanes the only thing i need to focus on is staying like in the middle focusing on that and speed and obviously all the other things but there's no need to like turn or merge or overtake you're going in one way like the goal is very easy and i think that's why i was very confident not cocky but confident and competent on the freeway and it's why my dad had no issue taking me on there um he's always said if I ever felt that you were a bad or unsafe driver, we would not go on, you know, certain streets, we would not go on the freeway, we wouldn't go on Bell Street. So that is, um, that is a good thing. Um, so the more and more I drive with my dad, I I don't know how to put it. I'm very excited every time I get to drive. I don't know why because I don't enjoy it. <laughs> Does that make sense? like whenever my dad says, okay, we're going to go drive or I need you to drive me somewhere, which is like, you know, good practice for me, I'm very excited. And then, but I don't like it, but I think I do. I think people are going to listen and go, Lucy, that means you like it. But the thing is, is once I then get into the driving bit and all is well and I make a mistake, that mistake reminds me of the test I'm going to have to do. So every good moment I have when I'm driving is clouded with, oh, I have to do the test which is a real shame um, because I shouldn't be thinking about that because the test is a long way away, like long way away from doing the test. And a lot of people are like, why don't you do the test now? I'm going at my own pace. I have my reasons. Listen to my podcast and you'll know why. Um, But it's sort of clouded with that. And I know that in the moments I drive with my dad, those errors are to be made so I don't make them during the test. I get that. That's room for me to improve on, but... I don't take it that way. I take it as, oh, my God, crap, like, that mistake, that's a critical error. I'm going to, like, fail my test, Um, which is a really bad outlook to have because it's not like my errors are horrific um, or dangerous. I don't ever make any dangerous, when I say critical error, I don't ever go through red lights. Um, You know, I don't go into the wrong lanes anymore. I don't stop it. into. I don't do that anymore. But um, it's sort of, it's always at the back of my mind, while driving, which I think makes me not like it as much. And I think the other bit that I don't like about driving is how tiring it is. And I know that for neurotypicals, driving is tiring in general. I totally get that. But as someone who's ADHD and who sort of kind of gets worn out very easily, even just after an hour of driving, and some people might be like, yeah, well, an hour is normal to get tired. I get tight to where I'm not doing things properly anymore. So maybe some of you do get tired while driving, but you're still doing the right things. I start to forget to do things, um, which is not good. You know, just cause I'm tired, doesn't mean I can't, uh, that I forget to indicate, right? Um, and I really dislike that. Um, and I wish I had more endurance. I do take my meds um, all the time when I'm driving, of course. And I always am very, you know, focused, you know, phones off, my dad's there coaching me. But after an hour, I just, things start to not get done. Um, And, yeah, I just wish I had more endurance. I don't know how to do that. I think that's maybe with more practice. Um, But once I'm tired, I'm tired, and it makes it a lot harder. Um, So, like, the first, you know, hour or so is really good, but after that it's just sort of, yeah, it pitters, pitters? Is that a word? Like it just sort of teeters off. Um, And it's, yeah, I'm not as effective of a driver, which is bothersome. I don't know how long the driving test is but hopefully it's not an hour. Um, I'll probably be kicked out before the hour. But, yeah, so I'm just always worrying about the test and I'm nowhere near doing the test Um, and I will not tell anyone when I'm going to do the test because... For starters, if you do fail it, then you have to explain to one that you failed it and it's none of anyone's business. So I'd much rather go do the test as many times as I need to. I might get on the first go and then be able to say, oh, yeah, and I got my licence and you don't need to know if I failed them or not. But I probably will reveal it on the Lucy pod once I get my licence if I had to do multiple tries. Um, But, yeah, otherwise driving is going really well. I do it a lot and the more you do it, the better you feel. So I do feel better in the moment but then it just gets – I have a complicated relationship with driving, is what I'm going to say to people. Anyone, my dad asks me, "Do you like driving, loose? "You must like it." I'm. I say, "Yeah, no." So I'm just going to say it's complicated. I'm going to change my relationship status on Facebook to not. It's um, like with my boyfriend in a in a relationship. I'm going to put it's complicated, and it's going to be cars or driving. Because it is, I have a really complicated, nuanced, deep, you know, whirlwind relationship with the car, with driving—not with the car, but just with driving. Um, so yeah, we will, we will see. I'm gonna try and do more and more driving updates, but I don't want this episode just to be about driving. I want it to be a little catch up, a little update on moi. So during, so I started the Lucy Pod during the pandemic. Uh, in Australia, specifically in Victoria, when we were in stage four lockdown, the tone was not good. Not in, not in my podcast, but just in life. The tone was very sombre. It felt like the Jaws theme. Um, it felt like terrible, you know? Lockdown was not a good time for anyone. Um, I'm sure there's some people who are like, you know, I loved it. It allowed me to be productive. That's great. But for most of us, it was a really difficult time. Um And it took away a lot of things from people. And the one thing it took from me, I mean, it took a lot of things from me. And by took, I don't mean like I was depraved. But what it took from me was my love for reading. I did not read at all during lockdown. I only read when I had to, and that was for uni. Um, And thankfully, I was doing creative writing as a major. So it forced me to read other than academic stuff, like it actually allowed me to read creative things and interesting things. Um, I, it was terrible. I didn't read. The most reading I did was TikTok and Instagram, and I'm okay to admit that. I've now deleted TikTok um, and I'm not re-downloading it. I used to have a system where I'd delete TikTok for three months and then re-download it for a week it's ridiculous. That's stupid. So I've just deleted it. I haven't touched it since December, like early December. And I'm planning on keeping it that way. But all I did was TikTok reading, like TikTok stuff, which I don't want to get into a whole thing of what technology does to your brain. But I can say for myself, I noticed I was delayed from not having like been reading. That was not a proper sentence. Um, What I'm trying to say is that I noticed my speech, my thought processes, my creativity and my moods impacted from not reading. I genuinely feel that. And I'm not sitting on here being like, you know, if you don't read, you're not as smart and you should read more. I'm not trying to do that. But for me, now that I've started reading again, I can see the enormous benefits that reading has for me. So I've started reading again. I'm going to tell you what I've read Um, since like the new year so the only book I've finished is Idol by Louise O'Neill and now I'm currently reading Release by Lucy Christopher, The Maidens by um, Alex Michaelides and I'm Glad My Mum Died by Janet McCurdy. so I'm reading three books at the moment and for me as an ADHD child reading was the best thing for me. I was such a big bookworm i read all the time and my parents were the sort of parents that if i had a bedtime let's say my bedtime was eight o'clock if they came in and i was up at you know even midnight reading a book they wouldn't be angry they would just let me read i remember i would sit in my bed and i'd have a pile of books next to me on my bed from the red pile and the unread pile or like currently being read, and i would just fall asleep with that and i just had piles of books around me all the time I loved reading. I read all the time. I even read in high school. I kept it going even in my first year of uni. And then the pandemic came. I wanted nothing to do with reading. I thought it was a waste of time, too much energy, too much commitment. Like who wants to read such a big book? And that is so not me because I love writing. I love cinema. And people who like to do those things, I feel like have to be avid readers. Um, Maybe there are some people who are creative like great writers and who don't read, but I feel like most good writers read. So the pandemic really took that away. And I always go on about how I don't have an outlet, a form of meditation for my ADHD, but that's such bull because reading is. That's one of the silent things that I do that is my form of meditation that is so good for me. Reading for me, it completely quiets my brain. And it doesn't even put me in the hyper-focus mode. It puts me in a mood of I can read even without my meds and it's just so good for my brain. When I am reading after I'm, I've am i read, I don't feel drained. I don't feel like I've wasted the whole day, you know, like you do on TikTok. I remember the other day on the weekend, I spent the whole day reading. I did nothing. I didn't get out of my PJs. I spent the whole day finishing my book and I got up afterwards, got out of bed and was like, That feels great that feels so much better than doom scrolling on TikTok you know for half the day and then getting out of bed and going what did I do the whole day I was watching TikToks like what is that I'm not I'm totally not judging people who do that people have their own reasons but for me it was just like reading is so good I love it I'm so glad I am back into it and that I i love it again and the more I read the more I'm like okay I need to start a book club like a podcast book club to talk about my books but you know what that can be a new special interest thing that I talk about isn't all the books that I'm reading I just love it and any ADHD listening even non-ADHD um you may have your own reasons for not being interested in reading and I'm not one of those people who's like if you don't read you're an idiot but I would say give it a go and don't go with people who say if you read only that genre you're bad. Read things that you might actually like. Let's say you are obsessed with video games. You would much rather play The Sims like me Oh no, or, or play video games than read a book. Buy books that are linked to video games or about video games or buy comic books or graphic novels where you have more visual stimulus. Just give it a go. Don't be swayed by those people who go well i only read the classics and if you read that like of course there's nothing wrong with reading classics but for me i'd much rather read i'm glad my mum died and the maidens than jane Eyre*. not because jane Eyre* is bad it's just i find it too much for my brain so read things that you know you're going to like if you are obsessed with like makeup and beauty trends Start off by just reading magazines that are about like lifestyle and makeup. Then move on to chiclet books where it talks about that. Read things you're going to like. Don't think that once you have to read a book, it has to be deemed acceptable. I think a lot of people get turned off from reading because they're made to feel like they have to read a specific genre in order to get into reading, and that is not true. So any ADHD is listening. Find a special interest and then find the book that is related to that. And I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Reading is so good for your ADHD brain. And look, I might be talking nonsense. There might be some of you listening going, it's not. But I just find it really massages all the right parts. It silences all of the sort of difficult parts that can wreak havoc. And it just makes you happy. I feel so full of of joy after I've read a book. I sound like a wanker, but I feel just so like after reading Idol, which was such a good book, I actually was very sad. I grieved finishing it. It felt like I finished a Netflix show and I want to know what happened to the characters. I want to reread that book and I'm so glad that I have that now. Like now instead of going straight to my computer to play Sims, don't get me wrong, Sims is up and ready to load, I'm looking forward to reading the next book when I find myself not being able to focus If I have a task to do, whether it be homework or housework, rather than going on my phone to procrastinate, I'll read and then I'll feel so much better and so much more ready and apt to tackle the task that I don't want to do. Um, So I'm so glad and I want to keep that going. And I don't believe in resolutions. I don't make resolutions for myself. I think they breed a bit of obsession and disappointment, but... If I had to set a resolution, I've already done one and it's read more and I am reading a lot more so I can tick that off the the imaginary non-existent um, resolution. So that's what I've been up to. What else have I been doing? Oh, as a result of reading more, I've been writing more besties and I'm writing something and I'm not going to reveal what it is because I want to write it and make it so good that I can one day come on the pod and say, hi, guys, I've published a book so I'm not going to tell you what it's about but what I have learned from reading now is I need to do more world building before writing stories. I love writing stories. I love writing books. I love writing long, long, long ass chick lit dramatic books. That's a hint. And I don't do enough world building. I don't do enough character building. And the books that I've been reading have taught me that. So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, And it's just been, it's just been so bloody good. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's all in the realm of updates and loosiness. This is an unusual episode because it doesn't have a really clear topic. It's sort of just me having a chat. But I am planning on, well, we are planning on, Trent and I, to do another two episodes together. I'll give a hint. Well, I'll tell you what the first one's gonna be. It's gonna be another ADHD decoded one, it's a Marvel edition. And the other one is a surprise. It's gonna be very, very good. Um, And I think we're gonna learn a lot from each other and you guys learning from us. And I also just had another idea pop into my head. I wanna make an episode on The Sims and specifically why there should be a comprehensive ADHD mod or trait on The Sims. I'm gonna go script that now and then read. Okay, anyway, apart from that, I hope that you are all well. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode. Please give me some updates, send me messages, tell me how you've all been. And most importantly, do not forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at TheLucyPod and listen to and follow me and rate me and give me five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, um, Audible, all of the streaming platforms at the Lucy Pod. Don't forget to show me some love on there and I will see you in my next episode. Bye. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget the special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com/thelucypod. That's better h e l p.com/thelucypod.